This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We welcome in uh, our brother, fellow Blueberry lover, our man Will Z here. Uh, Will, we've got... We've got the uh, yes, blueberries are delicious. We've got the uh, we've got the Kings and the Warriors tonight for the first time in a while. And I'll ask you. We talked to Marcus Thompson about this earlier. Kenny kind of brought this to the to the to the conversation. Does it does it feel like the this matchups lost a little bit of luster? Um, I think so. Just a little. It feels like the break kind of. Did some good for both teams, just a little separation. Now it just feels like uh, a regular basketball game instead of yeah. the only team that you play. Yeah, there's no there's no big story coming into into this one. It's not Draymond's first game back. Mm-hmm. It's not like the first matchup. It's not the Kings haven't won. Like there's no real kind of big storyline to to take into this game after I feels like we hit every storyline in the first three games. You know, one of the things I was just thinking about this, and I promise you, I don't mean this as a shot. I promise you, I don't mean this as a shot. But I think the setting has a little bit to do with it as well. I think if this game was in Sacramento, I think there's a different energy to Kings homes games, home games against the Warriors. Like we, as a collective, get hyped up for it around mm-hmm. the city in mm-hmm. the Golden One Center. There's a buzz in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Warriors fans. Today, maybe yeah, they yeah, did at you're the right. Beginning, yeah, have any type of feeling towards the Kings going mm-hmm. into this game, and I think that plays a little bit into it as well. Yeah, and that plays off what Marcus was saying with the like to the Warriors fans, and maybe not all Warriors fans, but to a lot of them, it's playoffs are like the bigger picture. That for it's just a regular season game, but for us as Kings fans, I think it's still regular season games have more meaning to us because we aren't trained to have that disposition about regular season versus playoffs yet so maybe that has something to do with it too where we we care i don't know i don't want to say care more but you know Uh, probably that's probably about it though yeah yeah let's uh talk a little bit about this matchup and particularly let's start with uh, what we saw last night the the warriors did play last night they played the atlanta hawks mm-hmm. put up a ton of points which is just the nba thing to do now you score 130 and 40 every night but they looked really impressive particularly jonathan kaminga who has been playing really well as of late will he's been so good yeah i was watching that game it was really impressive um it looks like they've kind of gotten some things figured out not only the warriors as a whole but especially kaminga so you look at his recent numbers, 20, 
21 straight games in double figures, four straight games with 20 or more points. And he's doing it in, he's kind of found out his way to score and he's doing it on two point field goal attempts. So in his first 19 games, so first half of the season, he was shooting 52% on his two point field goals on 6.5 attempts per game. In the last 21 games, which is the 20 point streak, that's at 65.9% on 8.2. And if you look at just the last three games, uh, 69.2% on 13 attempts per game. So he's taken this game and kind of shifted it mid-season to become a slasher, uh, someone who cuts, gets to the rim, and using his athleticism to score rather than kind of the main Warriors offense of shooting threes. And it's helping the team as a whole, I think, because of it. Hey, the thing with Kaminga, and it's, he's still a young guy, he's still learning how to play the game a certain way, if you ask me, is is just the inconsistency, right? Like he'll show you mm-hmm. things that he showed you last night where it looks like he's the future. And then, you know, he'll he'll do that for two or three games. And then three, four games, he's nowhere to be found. Kerr can't play him in the fourth quarter because of defense or whatever. And it's the, the next thing with him is just having the consistency. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. necessarily be 11 for 11, but consistent high-level play where Kerr can feel comfortable having you out there for long periods of time. So you can get those type of reps uh, in those type of games. Yeah. And it scares me a little with having him play well and Wiggins on the team. It's kind of the archetype that the Kings struggle with, especially when there's two scores like that. And so like the three, four combo, because you have, Keegan, who's a plus defender, and Barnes, who's a weaker defender. And Barnes has to face someone who is a scorer. To me, that's why like the long athletic teams hurt the Kings is because Barnes is forced to guard someone who's going to try and score. So for me, I'm a little nervous with both Wiggins and Kaminga. They've been sharing more time on the court together. Can you stop both of them with that duo of Barnes and Keegan? So something I'll be watching tonight. What do you think of the Warriors? Are they a team that can take these pieces that look good at different times and, you know, maybe kind of piece all of this together and make a a late run or as, you know, Steve Kerr said in in his press conference uh, yesterday, you know, this is a difficult time, but we've got to move on and we've got to try to salvage this season. Can they actually salvage it? It feels like they can. I think it'll depend on if people buy in to the different roles. Like Draymond has come off the bench since he's been back um, with Saric starting in his spot, which again, I think is a good change for them because it brings in another shooter into the starting lineup. Can Clay kind of take that step back and be more of the spot up shooter role player? That's what the dog Kaminga is hoping. Maybe. The dog is really hoping Kevin Harding oh, yeah, get going tonight. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll just depend on how they, if they can get those defined roles. Yeah. And you see her in the back. Yeah, we're a dog-friendly <laughs> show here. No, that's fine. That's what we do. So, yeah, I think it's possible, um, especially with how the bottom of the West, like, they can definitely get back into it. They're not that far behind. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't. Yeah, that, yeah, not, not. Yeah, it'd be fine if they don't. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think uh, th- this is a this is a big game. Marcus Thompson was talking about it's a big game for both of these teams here. Mm-hmm. You know, the Warriors are trying to get back on, on the good foot, feel good about themselves. Uh, Basketball-wise, you know, working past the tragedy that they they just mm-hmm. went through but basketball wise trying to get on the good foot and the kings start of a seven game road trip and you mm-hmm. you got a game against the warriors who even if they are able to turn their season around they're not at that point right now so you want to try and get them now um while you can you feel like you it's a good matchup for you see what they can do i mean they're they're dealing with some injuries as well chris paul is out uh, moses moody is out as well and I know they got a deep roster, but if you're the Kings, this might be one of the better times a year you'd ever face them. It's pretty wild that it doesn't even feel like the Warriors miss Chris Paul at all. Mm. It's a talented uh, roster. They got a lot of good players yeah. on that team. Pods coming in, he's been so good for them. Yeah, he's uh, good. Just does a little bit of everything, which is exactly the type of player you want around the stars. Like It just looks like their roster is kind of taking form. And then, I don't know, I think that's why it scares me a little. Yeah, the thing I hate the most about the Warriors is that there's so many players on the Warriors I actually like. Yeah. yeah. Wiggins is one. I'm confused as to what exactly his season is, but that Pods dude is another man. And the Kaminga. And with all that said, they've lost, what is this, four of their last six. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we like their players. We think yeah. Pods has played well. It, we think Kaminga's playing well. All this stuff, but it, it hasn't resulted in wins. Well, so, and that's why, and that's why I wonder if this, you know, real life event that Mark, you know, Marcus Thompson phrased it earlier, this real life event that they're dealing with, if that's something that shifts people's thinking. Mm. And what I, human nature tells me, like, I really do believe it can. Mm-hmm immediately Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like in a couple months does everyone feel like the further you get removed from it the further you might the 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 more likely you might be fall fall back into previous feelings or frustrations because i do feel like there's there's a divide one of the issues that you know can you talk about the losses i think there's a divide with this team Mm -hmm. and whether it's a young and old or or whatever it is i think at least right now Last night, tonight, and maybe even for the foreseeable future, I think the divide's probably going to be it's going to be gone. And now we might actually get a look at what these guys look like, you know, when they're not when egos aren't involved, when 
you know, pouting because a playing time isn't involved. And I think that might show us oh, this is a pretty good squad if they can piece all this together. This question to me is if 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 any of that is true, can they piece it together for the long run rather than the short run? Yep. I think, and with the and and it doesn't help that the trade deadline is two yeah, weeks away, and that just like it hovers over a lot of things right. in Sacramento, it's hovering over what they've got going on. And I thought it was a great question by you earlier: the direction this team wants to go. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel like you're contending, you know, and you're a player away from contending and turning this thing around this year, or do you want to use this year to not necessarily punt because you're trying to win, you know, you're trying to make the postseason? But let these young guys play so you can have a better idea of what you need to do and who needs to stay and who needs to go this summer. I would go that way. I'll ask you, okay, okay, interesting. I'll ask you both the question because Marcus was just in fa- the, the, the contending. This team can't contend mm-hmm. with the right trade. With a player who's not playing right now. With the, with the right trade, and mind you, I don't know what that is. Can this team contend? I think so. I mean, I think part of the reasons that they can too is because like they can trade one player, like you said, Chris Paul, and I don't think it'll be a big outtake for their roster. They can pretty much just bring someone in because they're strong at that position. I'm not saying Chris Paul is a bad basketball player or he doesn't do good things for them. It's just a position of strength with their guards is they can bring in $40 million worth of a player and just basically plug it into what they're doing right now. I think you might have to trade one more player though. uh, Oh, I think so so too. I think so too. And also it, it, well, it depends on who the player is. You said the right trade, but uh, number one, I think they're too small. I think it's a clay. Well, yeah. Now we're now we're getting into so the, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm like and I'm not this is not hate like I'm trying to figure out like is there a way that you and I'm not saying it has to be one trade if two separate trades however you want to do this but this is freeing up space right for the for for Kaminga and and, and and so on you get that right player back again I don't know who that is mm-hmm. can the, is there a situation where they become yeah. a contender I don't think so I just think okay. I think they're too small okay. I think they're too small, uh, and unless that trade is for somebody like that that can help them out, um, yeah, I just think they would struggle with that. And then also if you're trading Chris Paul, and it depends on who you're getting back, I think your bench takes a major hit. Your bench definitely does take a hit. You know like Chris I mean? Paul's so still a playmaker. That, that, uh, not having Chris Paul, and then you combine that with, well, Chris Paul wasn't here last year, well, you had Jordan Poole coming off the bench. And not having yeah. either one of those guys now. Yeah. You can get better. I don't know if it puts you in the contending territory. Okay. But you'd go the other way. I let the young yeah, guys Yeah, I think play. so. Oh. Well, both of you would do that. Would you let the young guys play? Will. He's, yeah. He's, he's not sure. No. He's I running. Think, he I had 4,000 4, numbers yeah. running through his head. I heard, I heard yeah. uh, about the James Freeze yesterday. Oh, yeah. Ham froze. 308, I believe it was. <laughs> yeah. Frozen ham. Oh, yeah, it's just hard. The clay stuff has so much. There's just so much to it. But I love the young guys. Kaminga, I still think there's something with Moody there. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, I would I would um I would listen and try and see what trades are out there, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I would play Kaminga, Moody, Pods 
a little bit more than what I traditionally would, see who those guys are, and then that will allow me to make a decision this summer about whether I want to keep Kaminga around or whether I want to uh, trade Moody, maybe put them in a package together to get a guy that replaces Clay or replaces Wiggins or whatever the case may be. I would I would, I would, would uh, see what I have, mainly because, like I said just now when you asked that question, I don't know if there's a move that's going to make me a championship contender this year. So let me okay. use this time to evaluate what I do have. Okay. But they I, also I feel, have Steph like... Curry, and you're not – they probably feel like you're not in the position to punt on years with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you for sure. You got him. You better – every year you better try and make a way to be a contender. Yeah, it, it, it maybe I have another like Chris Paul question uh, I want to ask you, but we need Will's swing stat. We got a swing stat, Will? Yeah, it is second chance points. So uh, Warriors, obviously, we remember from the playoffs, they're really good at getting second chance points, offensive rebounds. Uh, they are in the league with uh, 12.7 offensive rebounds per game and fifth with 15.8 second chance points. The Kings on the inverse are the best team. In- Everyone thinks they have a rebounding problem. They, I don't think they do. They hold opponents to 9.3 offensives and 11.7 second chance. Those are both the least in the NBA. A strength of the Warriors to the Kings going head to head. You limit their second chance looks and get some of your. All right. I like it. I like Second it. chance points is man Will Z. Uh, Will we pre- appreciate you as always. WillZStats.com. Uh, Will we'll spend a lot of time together uh, next week. Thank for thank you for your breakdown of this one. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we're talking about a win tomorrow. Forward to it. Thanks, guys. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.